from newstalkzb.co.nz. It's the Mike Hosking Breakfast with BNZ. G'day there and welcome to the rewrap for Monday. All the best bits from the Mike Hosking Breakfast on News Talk ZB in a sillier package. I am Glenn ZB and this morning, uh, Trump versus the media, the war continues. Snap uh, and Mercury Energy, not a war, a partnership. Uh, Musk Day at war with well everybody. And then uh, we've got uh, Netflix. Uh, they seem to be starting a war with their viewers. But before any of that, New Zealand on air funding. Where exactly is all that going and why? The most famous of late, I guess, is, of course, the spin-off TV programme. Uh, the website, who for reasons no one can really fathom, got $700,000 to indulge themselves in, in a more visual version of what they do on their website. And given they'd never made any television before and it went pretty much the way you thought it would, straight to the dustbin of televisual history. Virtually no one saw it after the handful who watched the first one ran for the hills, or in this case, the remote. And here is where part of the problem is, the snobbishness that drives New Zealand on air as regards releasing figures as to the success of their choices. They said, and I quote, I don't know there would be a great deal of appetite for it because you're sort of inviting the court of public opinion to make decisions about things. Oh, my God. Public money for public consumption of product, heaven forbid those who pay and consume have a say. Heaven forbid. What on earth would we know about what we want to watch? As a person, by the way, who lives and dies in the court of public opinion every day, and has done so for 36 years, can I offer this piece of experience? Give it a go. Give it a go because it might sharpen your act, might sharpen your outlook, curtail some of the arrogance that's clearly present to make such an outlandish statement. Now, ratings, of course, aren't everything, but they are without question a very concrete set of evidence that tells you whether you've hit the mark that you were wanting to hit or not. And yes, New Zealand On Air makes shows that may not be primetime or mainstream, but what it can't be allowed to be, and clearly increasingly is, is a workshop for the unemployed artiste, who has an issue to pursue or an agenda to push or a creative itch to scratch. And it's timely to do this because New Zealand On Air has already got a funding boost under this government and is due for even more as the minister pushes her agenda of more public TV, whatever that means. Melissa Lee's bill potentially opens the door into a cloistered world of elitism and very little accountability. And if she can change that, all power Now those aren't the only TV questions we'll be asking uh, this morning Uh, We'll come back to Netflix at the end of the podcast But don't fast forward, Uh, stay right here And listen to uh, Mike talking about Trump Talking about newspapers and news networks There are still those who claim balance and fairness And yet plainly are nothing of the sort There is equally no doubt that there is a thing called fake news And that facts are skewed and twisted and at times simply made up. There is no doubt that there is a microscopic obsession with the president's moves, utterances and actions that gets the sort of attention not previously seen in other presidents. Aspects of his life that really have nothing to do with being president are peddled in a deliberate attempt to discredit, shame or embarrass. There are those who make fun of him and his family. There are those who deliberately set out to ridicule. Now, does he help his cause? No, he does not. And that is why this is where it is. You have a president and a press butting heads. But as obtuse as he may be, the press fails to help themselves by bringing to the battle of sense of self-importance and grandiosity they don't actually have. They think they're way more important than they are. And more specifically, they think they are way more innocent than they actually are. The simple truth is there are big chunks of the media that hate Trump and are out to get him. And whether they want to admit it or not, you see it in their headlines, in their story choices, in their angle choices. They are determined 
to play their partner's downfall. The press have agendas and bias. The real crime on their part is not those who are open about it, but those who feign neutrality. As much as he has been exposed as a loose unit, they too have been badly exposed as being fundamentally dishonest. And you can write all the editorials you want. It still doesn't hide the truth. Um, Luckily for me, I've never claimed to be um, fair and unbiased and balanced. Uh, so I can say whatever I want. That's that's the key to that, I think. Is it? I think so. Um, we run a competition on the station. Uh, it's, a, it's a competition promotion collab with BNZ called Super Size SME, where we uh, make small businesses into larger businesses by getting them to be super successful doing things like this. Mercury, who are the power people, have teamed up with Snap Rentals, and they are going to let you rent an EV through your power company. And the reason they're doing this, although we know extra charges, you just pay for it on top of your power bill. So in other words, you pay your power bill, plus you pay a bit extra for a car, an EV. And you can pay as little as $400 a month for a Nissan Leaf, 100 bucks a week, do the numbers, 100 bucks a week. What's that, 14 bucks a day? 14 bucks a day, you want a Tesla, it'll be $2,100 a month. And so that's part of your power bill and what it does and what's your biggest problem with EVs? Your biggest problem with EVs is the cost of them. Well, one of the biggest problems is they're ugly. But if you can get past that, and the next biggest part is the cost. They're too expensive and people Some won't... Some people think the cars you drive are ugly, you know. No, they don't. Name one. Name a person who thinks they're ugly. They're beautiful cars. Uh, so you if you get past, you get past the cost, then suddenly you're in an EV and therefore you can experience it and go, I know, this, this works for me, it doesn't work for me, whatever the case may be. And so they're doing this with Snap Rentals. And I thought that was um, just an act... Little short of sheer genius, they claim it's a game changer, and I'm not sure they're wrong. I think it's potentially a game changer. If you can get yourself into an EV easily, financially in a way that doesn't burden you, then all of a sudden your whole mindset change, and they might have done something quite ingenious here. So I wish them, I mean, I'm not going to do it. I went in with my, I took my car in the other day for the first time to fill it up. 5-litre supercharged V8. Turns out the tank's about... I reckon about, it was just under half-filled, but I didn't think I'd get around the block without emptying it. So I went to fill it up. Just over half the tank was 65 litres. So the, I think it's got a tank of about 120 litres. So is your new car actually a petrol tanker? <laughs> it's it's, I think my tank is 120 litres, which on the super is... is that's 250 bucks a tank. What do I do? I'm well, that go... won't work on the app because the app is only pre-approved for $150. I'm going to go broke. So, <laughs> No wonder I saw the Mercury thing. I thought, oh, I better get into that. Yeah, I feel like recently there have been a few uh, electric vehicle developments that have, that have turned the Hosk's head a little bit. But then bloody Elon goes and buggers it all up again. Tesla. So not only is Elon melting down on his Ambien, working 120 hours a week, begging to be relieved of his job, they've they found enough time to get a lawyer onto Ontario, as in the province in Canada. So what Ontario, they're suing them. So what Ontario did is that they, they dumped their rebate program, because in America you've got to understand part of the electric vehicle program that's so artificial is you get a rebate on your car, which means it becomes very, very cost-effective. And on, on a Tesla, it's 20 grand. You get 20 grand off the price of a car. If I said to you, car X is suddenly $20,000 cheaper, you'd snap one up left, right and centre. So anyway, Ontario decided to stop that. 
And so Tesla was suing them. Uh, they deliberately, they claim, the province, deliberately and arbitrarily targeted Tesla by treating them differently from other firms. So what they did is you, you can still be eligible for the incentive on purchases of cars already on dealers' lots. So that's part problem number one for Tesla. They can't produce the three. Therefore, the car won't be on the lot. Uh, or on vehicles ordered by third-party dealers. And what uh, Tesla was saying is they don't deal with third-party dealers. Therefore, they're being picked on. Would have thought they had other things to worry about, like, I don't know, making the cars. But there you go. Yeah, they, they seem to sell the Teslas in the middle of shopping malls. That's where I see, see them. I saw there's a whole Tesla dealership in the middle of a shopping mall, a multi-story shopping mall. I wasn't quite sure how they got the Teslas in there or how you get them out again. Do they flat pack them? Is that what happens? Anyway, you have to assemble them yourself. Probably do a faster job than Musk's factory does. But um, and then uh, even here at Sylvia Park, I saw a Tesla there in the middle of the mall the other day. That they were trying to sell. So that's moving on. Uh, let's talk Netflix. Net- Netflix. It's not that hard to say, Glenn ZB. Trending now on the Mike Hosking Breakfast. Now, we got a level of upset this morning from the Netflix users over advertising. And what Netflix are trialling are video promos in between the episodes of shows. Now, it's not advertising per se. It's only sort of advertising the other shows. Promises to be personalised based on the content you choose to watch. It's also promising it won't be a permanent feature. Whatever. Uh, but still those with the Netflix and the Twitter are, um, are having their say. Hey! At Netflix. We pay a sub so we don't have to see ads for anything. We don't want this. You've got a lot of market share right now. You do this and you will quickly learn that we users don't have brand loyalty when a competitor without commercials pops up. Ooh, that's telling them. Netflix has started putting ads for its terrible stand-up specials in between episodes of Frasier. Probably probably other shows, but I've got Frasier on and it feels particularly offensive. Keep Frasier pure. I literally pay money, says another to Netflix, so that I don't have to see ads. I'd rather stop watching Netflix than have them run ads. Swear to God, the first one I see, I'm cancelling. Hey, Netflix. The second I see an ad on your streaming service is the second I unsubscribe. I've been a subscriber for 12 plus years. Do not screw this up. Netflix, finally, is doing some things that are pissing me off lately. One, playing ads for shows I'm not interested in during the 15 second countdown between office episodes. And two, trying to push whatever insatiable is on me. You always know where the off button is, don't you? It doesn't bother me unduly as long as I can do this that, that cool thing where you uh, can skip the intro. Or skip the recap. Skip intro, skip recap. That that's the best feeling in the world, isn't it? That's the, the, nothing makes me feel like an evolved species more than being able to skip the recap. Oh, love that feeling. I am Glenn It's the small things. Uh, that was the rewrap for Monday. Uh, please do not skip it tomorrow. I will see you then.